Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who do we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. What physician doesn't want to spend more time with patients and less time on paperwork? Join the one medical team in the Bay Area and go all in for better primary care. In partnership with UCSF, we're on a mission to transform healthcare for all with a focus on meaningful time with patients and our own technology to simplify the workday. Most providers enjoy a flexible four-day work week with no weekends, no call, and no patient quota. Visit onemedical.com careers to learn more and to apply. Before we get started with this week's predator I've caught, Frank Sierras, I want to talk about another predatory issue. This one is close to home. You probably... Well, not probably, but undoubtedly heard about the mass shooting at Michigan State University this week. Three students, Ariel Diamond Anderson, Alexandria Werner, and Brian Frazier were killed, shot dead. Five other students critically wounded and in the hospital. This on a campus that is supposed to be safe, like all college campuses, all high school, middle school, kindergarten campuses, everything in between. 
Their night was shattered when a 43-year-old man who lived nearby in Lansing, Michigan, walked into the student union and another student building, Berkey Hall, and opened fire with a handgun. Why, we don't know. We know the man had mental health issues. We know he had a criminal history. But these three kids are dead, gone. Three kids in the generation that had to deal with mass school shootings. Now, I went to Michigan State University, as many of you know. Three of our children are Spartans as well. We still have one at the university. He and his roommates were huddled in their off-campus home just blocks away from the shooting with a couch against the door, lights off, listening to the scanner traffic of the massive police response to the shooting. Just blocks from the East Lansing Police Department. I never had to do that in college, in high school. In elementary school, we practiced tornado warnings. We still had safety shelters in case of nuclear attack. But not this. This also hits home. It's tragic for all the families of all the victims. Brian Frazier was the president of Phi Delta Theta Fraternity. That's the fraternity I belonged to when I was at Michigan State University. These are all good kids. All good kids who didn't deserve to die at the hands of a different sort of predator. A predator who could have been stopped? Maybe. He had been arrested before on a gun charge, a felony that would have prevented him from having a gun again, the gun he used in these shootings. The felony, he was allowed to plea bargain down to a misdemeanor. The felony would have prevented him, as I mentioned, from buying another gun legally. Now, you know, you can get illegal guns, I get that. But in light of everything we've seen, this... And some of the kids on campus lived through the Oxford High School shooting where four kids were killed, others injured. They know about Sandy Hook, 26 people shot dead, 20 students. They know about Marjorie Stoneman Douglas just five years ago. The fifth anniversary was just this week. They lived through this. This is going to be the generation that has to deal with predators committing mass shootings. And I don't have all the answers here, but I can tell you one thing, that like the problem of sexual predators preying on children online, we have to start with the easy options, the simple things, the obvious things. Making sure there's punishment for these people, making sure that if there is a gun charge, it sticks and we can't allow these people to get a gun again. Those are the easy things. They're they're much more complicated issues. Another easy thing is making sure that you can't have a handgun or an assault rifle until you're 21. Now, that wouldn't have mattered here, obviously, but it would have mattered in some of the other cases. Let's address the obvious. Frank Sierras was 49 years old. When he was arrested during our predator investigation in Long Beach, California. 
And what makes Frank Sierras such a compelling story? What makes his case so outrageous is that this wasn't his first contact with someone he thought was a teenage girl. And let me explain that. Frank surfaced in 2004 during a perverted justice sting, the watchdog group with which we collaborated on the original To Catch a Predator Investigations. Now, perverted justice was doing this work before we started the collaboration. And in those days, when perverted justice would catch somebody trying to set up a sexual liaison with a child, they would post that person's information on their website and sometimes reach out to neighbors and employers. So Frank got caught by perverted justice trying to set up a date with a 13-year-old girl, someone he thought was a 13-year-old girl. And at the time, Frank worked for the U.S. Postal Service. Perverted justice shares that information and Frank is fired. No criminal charges. What does Frank do? Go get counseling, get therapy, try to turn his life around? No. What Frank does is get a lawyer who also represented some other guys caught by perverted justice. And that lawyer got out there and he rattled his saber and said, this is horrible and perverted justice is putting innocent men out of jobs. No due process here. It's unfair. These guys got snared unfairly. Oh, there was talk of a lawsuit. Perverted justice is evil. How dare they do this? Well, there was no lawsuit. Apparently, the lawyers involved figured out they didn't have a case. And then, Frank shows up about a year later. In our Petaluma investigation, there he is, chatting with a decoy from perverted justice, posing as a teenage girl. That's right, in Petaluma, California. That was when we were collaborating with perverted justice. So he doesn't show up in Petaluma. He chickens out. He gets cold feet. And then we do an investigation in Long Beach, California. And here, here is Frank again. For the third time, he's chatting with a 13-year-old girl. And I'll get into the chat here in a second. In the original Perverted Justice Sting, Frank was posing as a fellow named Pitbull David. His full name is Frank David Sierras. And in this case, he was chatting with a Perverted Justice decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl named Jess sexually charged, again, exposed. Now he's chatting with a decoy during our sting operation in Long Beach. This is him posing as Cali Guy for you now. He's no longer Pitbull David 2001. Hey there, how you doing? I sure would like to chat with a nice girl, says Sierras, Cali Guy for you 2005. Hey, says the decoy, posing as a 13-year-old. What's going on, he says. Did you have a cool day? His grooming is particularly disturbing. Yeah, you? 
Yeah, pretty much. I didn't have to work, so that's always cool, says Frank Sierras. Again, he's posing as David. I'm David. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm 13-year-old girl. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you, she says. She says right away she's 13. She asks, how old are you? 39, and you? 13. What, LOL? Now I see why you didn't say what city. I'm surprised you're even in the room. LOL, just bored. I hear you, he says. You seem like 17 or 18. Now how is he going to know that? I guess based upon her profile picture. So, 13-year-old girl, I can't believe you're 13, LOL. Thank you. Straight A's, I bet. I do okay, LOL. Ah, you're just being modest. Are you in high school yet, he asks. No 13-year-olds in high school. I'm in junior high school. Okay. Are you getting lots of IMs in the chat room? A few, LOL. You got a boyfriend, he asks. Do you wish you had one? Was kind of hanging out with a cool guy, she says. Guess it'd be nice. How old was that cool guy? Where have we heard that sort of line of questioning before? There's talk about food. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Tacos. Do you come online a lot? Frank Sierras asks. Yeah, sometimes when I'm bored. Didn't try chat room much. It's kind of funny, LOL. You chat a lot? Yeah, but most of it can get pretty wild, he says. Very sexual in context. I'm sure you noticed that, says Cali Guy for you, 2005. Hmm, I'd say like 90% of it, he says, LOL. It's kind of interesting, she says, LOL. Oh yeah, for sure, but I didn't think you would want to hear it, LOL. Now he's checking her reaction, kind of gauging, probing to see how she reacts to his sexual innuendo. I know you're not quite there yet, I mean as far as having sex, but someday I assume you will. He knows damn well she's not. Probably LOL, she says. Okay, I hope I'm not getting too far ahead here. We can talk about something else. Now he's not really being considerate. He's trying not to scare his target off. That's what's really happening here. But if you have any questions, I wouldn't mind helping. Oh, what a swell guy. Gonna teach this 13-year-old girl he just met online about sex. If you have any questions, I wouldn't mind helping. Yeah, LOL? I like being a teacher, LOL, he says. I think I'll have a little knowledge on the subject. Really? Sure. A few years, a few encounters. Yeah, I guess you would have, LOL. Yeah, but unfortunately, nothing, anything lately. Hey, nothing lately. Now, you have to wonder how many other 13-year-old girls old Frank was chatting with. You know, he said he was in his 30s in this chat, but he was really 49 at the time. It'd be hard to believe these were his only attempted encounters. And who knows how many other successful ones he's had. He talks about seeing a girl. She asks, did you break up? Well, we weren't really boyfriend-girlfriend, just dating. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, but we had sex every time we met. Hey. 
trying to normalize this with a 13-year-old. Oh, yeah? And more than once every time, he says. Like three times a day. Oh, my God, she says. What? You think that's bad? He asks. No, just didn't know people do it that much. Really? One time I made love to a girl like five times in one night. OMG, she says. LOL. I'm sure you knew that. He says. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. There are a million apps out there, but how many of them deliver alcohol? And how many of those have a sweet bear logo? Exactly. Which is why you should try Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. Let's see your flashlight app do that. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. You can't be that unawares, can you? I don't know. Kids talk about it, she says. Well, I guess they wouldn't know, LOL. Just kind of figured you'd do it and that's it, she says. LOL, some of them do. Yeah, you do it, but I for one like doing it a lot, LOL. Now, if and I said if, because I know it's not going to happen, I was with you. I'd make love to you like a bunch of times. What do you mean it's not going to happen? That's the point of this conversation, Frank. You're a predator. So you got blue eyes? Now he's going to go back and ask what he thinks are innocent questions. You're sweet, she says. You could have anything you wanted, he says. So this banter continues. He asks more personal questions about her family life talks about hypnotizing the girl. But I wouldn't hypnotize you even if I could. That wouldn't be right. Jeez. Because I wouldn't trust myself, LOL. You know, no one trusts you now. Let's talk of tickling. Again, trying to make the rape of a child more innocent. Let your hair down, get sexy, he says. Again, she reiterates... Just how young she is, 13. There's no question in his mind, no matter what he says later. Hey, you never know, he says, talking about another guy she was chatting with online. They marry really young there. Plus, guys have, like, bunch of wives. Again, trying to normalize this illegal liaison. Talks about Bible stories. Says he wants to be her only one. Talks about giving her flowers, candy, clothes, and whatever else she would like. He wants her to come visit him, but that's five hours away. Because now she has told him, as part of our investigation, that she is visiting relatives 
in Long Beach. She says she lives closer to him because, remember, he first reached out during our investigation in Petaluma, which is in Northern California, closer to San Jose, which is the area where he lived. Now, he's going to make this big trip five-plus hours down to Long Beach because he wants to consummate this sexual assault. He talks about taking her to Disney World. He's going to see her, meet, have sex, and then he's going to drive her all the way back up to her home. This is not a well-thought-out plan on his part, but he's going to try and make it happen. He's committed, as you'll hear in just a few minutes. And what comes to mind for me is that you hear from time to time that a child left willingly with an adult, ultimately resulting in some sort of heinous crime, sexual assault, sometimes a killing. There's nothing willing about this. The child has been groomed by the adult. This is a criminal act to get a child in a car control the child, and sexually assault and exploit a child. And then he talks about all the other people she should be aware of online. I know there are lots of strange people online. One time I was chatting with this girl for a long time, found out she was a guy. LOL. And then he's back into probing what she has done. Have you ever kissed a guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucky guy. More than one guy? Mm, just two, really. Were they your boyfriend or just going out? One was kind of my boyfriend, I guess, not serious. Did you do more? Hope I'm not getting too personal. If so, you don't have to answer. Jeez. No more. Okay, I was just joking with you. Hope you don't mind. Nah, it's cool. You want to wait before you go further, like marriage? Again, feeling her out? I don't know, really didn't plan on waiting, LOL. So if you met the right guy soon, you might go ahead, like, this year? Hmm, I might if he's nice, I guess. Just don't tell me if it happens, he says. Don't worry, lol, I don't really know any guy right now I'd want to do that with. Ah, the door's open. But I bet things will heat up real soon. You're too sweet and pretty for a guy not to be with you. Aw, you're sweet. Just to you, 13-year-old girl, because you're special, he says. Okay, I got you. Well, I hope you feel comfy with me. You can tell me anything. He continues the sexual talk. He wonders about her being a cop undercover. Good, I don't want you to beat me up. If she became a cop, lol. Then he starts talking and... Spanish, telling her how to say a little kiss. So you learned a new word. Don't go asking anyone else to give you a besito, he says. Screaming goes on for days. There's even a phone call. Now you can tell in the phone call he's a little anxious. Now remember, he's already been busted by perverted justice once. He surfaced in another perverted justice to catch a predator investigation, but didn't know it at the time. Just got cold feet and didn't show up. And now he's again talking to a 13-year-old girl about sex, about meeting. 
Hello? Anna? Yeah, hi. Hey. Hey, what's up? Drop the phone? No. Huh? No. Hello? Are you there? I'm here. Okay, good. I'm really excited about yeah, this call. <laughs> <laughs> so that just means one more day. Because tomorrow's already Thursday. Yeah. Because you, you didn't have school Monday, so you only went to school like two, three days. <laughs> I know, I'm lucky. Huh? I know, I'm lucky. Yeah, that's pretty lucky. <laughs> I have to make up for it. But, um... Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. All righty. But, um, I'm sorry, I missed you. Just missed you last night online. You know, you came... I thought you were going to come later online. Okay. He's very cheerful in the phone conversation. He doesn't want to see anything that's going to cross the line. Anything that shows criminal intent, he keeps it light for the most part. Talking about school. It's grooming. Once again. We get to talk now, though, so it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And it's better because we get to talk on the phone. Yeah. I still say you're from, you have an English accent. I can't believe you don't. <laughs> That's so no weird. That. I don't get that. That's because she doesn't sound like she's from England. She sounds like she's a 13-year-old girl. It's actually a perverted justice contributor. Has your mom asleep or something? I mean, I don't have to call you if you don't want me to. Or you call me. I don't or... <laughs> I call you. Is that okay? Yeah. I can call you though, can I? Yeah, that's fine. You just um, like talk to me oh. online or something, and then you know I could say yeah, it's okay to call. But yeah, you can call. That's fine. Okay, as long as you know your phone's asleep, I guess, huh? <laughs> well, I wouldn't like have people, you know, like have you call or whatever if I thought I was going to get busted. So, you know, she's got to be like asleep or she has to go to the store or something like that. And there's talk of further phone calls and how to be careful so that a parent or another adult doesn't detect that she's having these phone calls with Frank Sierras. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. So now... Crank is going to head all the way from the San Jose area down to Long Beach, California to meet this 13-year-old girl. And he tells the girl he's going to be driving an SUV. Now, we check it out. The Long Beach police, with which we are collaborating on this investigation, check it out. And he does have an SUV. And as this continues, he 
becomes very nervous. He says he doesn't want to go to the house where the girl is staying. He wants to meet in a public place. And this is one of the first times in the early investigations we were presented with this. And we were used to dealing with a guy walking into the house, me confronting him. And then once that confrontation ends, he would leave. The police would arrest him. He would go through the criminal justice system. But now Frank wants to meet in a public place. So we choose a park, which is near our sting house. And the ruse is that he's supposed to go there to meet this 13-year-old girl. So we have an on-site decoy. She's got a wig on, so she matches the description of the girl Frank thinks he was chatting with. And we have Long Beach police, obviously, around the perimeter. We've got some hidden cameras set up. I'm out there with a crew, and we wait for Frank. Well, we're a little startled because Frank doesn't show up in his SUV. He shows up in a rental car, a sedan, because he thought that would keep him from, I guess, being detected in case anybody was on to him. So Frank tools up in this rental car, and he sees the girl, our decoy. 48-year-old male coming for a 13-year-old female. But for this meeting, the decoy is waiting in a park because Sierra said he didn't want to meet at the house. He's now inbound about five to six hours from his house to come all the way here and then take her back up there to where her mother lives. That was frag of perverted justice as we're waiting for Sierra's to arrive. And now we see him. And it's creepy, cringy, disturbing to see how he approaches the decoy, standing not far from a picnic table. She's got a backpack on, a hat. And he's moving fast. Now remember, Sierra's has left no doubt about his intention. The original chat where he was busted by perverted justice included sexually graphic conversation. He said he'd tell the girl he loved her while making love. He sent pictures of his penis. What Sierra's has learned from the initial bust by perverted justice is how to better groom a child. He didn't learn the lesson of don't do this ever again get therapy, get help. What he learned was how to be a better predator. Cirrus is suspicious because the decoy's hair looks different than the pictures he was sent. The conversation is hard to hear, but he's clearly suspicious. The decoy's hair looks different from the online photos Sierra saw. At this point, He looks very nervous. He's obviously surveyed the area looking for law enforcement, so I decide it's time for me to go over there, followed by my camera crew. As I walk over to talk to him, he spots me and runs. He's running. He tries to make a run for it, but the Long Beach police are waiting. Get down! Get down on the ground! Get down on the ground! Stop it. All right, all right. Do what we tell you, all right? Who are you? He asks, who are you guys? Who do you think they are? We're the police, okay? He's handcuffed. He offers little resistance. Once he's cuffed, I approach him again, get in his face a little bit. I've got the chat logs. 
looks like a phone book in my hand. He doesn't react well. Frank, I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Oh. We're doing a story on guys who try to meet children online for sex. Do you want to tell us anything about what you were doing in this chat with someone who identified themselves as a 13-year-old girl? Police searched the rental car. What do they find? Well, for one, a speeding ticket from the California Highway Patrol. That's right. Frank was in a hurry to meet this 13-year-old girl. They also found a music player, a pink one, just as he had discussed with a decoy online. More evidence of his intent. Maybe a little gift. Yeah, maybe a little gift. And he was apparently in a hurry to get here. Along with the directions, it looks like uh, California Highway Patrol cited him for speeding. And it turns out that there's violence in Sierra's past. In 1987, he was charged with assault. He pleaded no contest, served some time behind bars. So you have to know that If it wasn't perverted justice, if it wasn't us doing a predator investigation, if it wasn't the Long Beach Police Department, and it really was a 13-year-old girl, this girl, you can only imagine what would have happened to her. That's not lost on the Long Beach Police detective who was in charge of this investigation. What kind of danger do you think would be present for a guy like this taking a, a young girl for a ride that long? on a trip that long. He could do anything and she would be powerless. She's away from people she knows and familiar locations. He could take her anywhere. Ultimately, Frank Sierras was convicted of crimes stemming from this investigation, felonies associated with trying to have sex with a child. And unlike so many of the other men who surfaced in Long Beach, who received pretty light sentences. They were nicknamed the Long Beach Specials. Frank got three years in prison, and he served most of it. He also is on probation for the rest of his life, and he's a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. He was an account executive, very professional-looking guy before he went away to prison. His occupation is listed as the same now. We don't know exactly what he's doing, but because he's a registered sex offender, we know that he's living in the San Jose area and has to report. So far as we can tell, he is not reoffended. But for anybody who ever asks what the real threat is, I think Frank Sierras is the face of that threat. Three strikes, Frank. I reached out to Frank Sierras. He's not gotten back to me. If he does, I will let you know. We're still working on a number of potential interviews with the predators I've caught. I am optimistic we'll have one very soon. I'll keep you posted. More of our story in a moment. As always... I like to hear from you. This week's question is from Jenna in New Jersey. Hi, Chris. This is Jenna from New Jersey. 
love the show, love the podcast, listen to it weekly, and love the uh, To Catch a Predator show 17 years ago. My question is on the lighter side of things. While there is no question that this subject matter is very serious and very heavy, and what these men are there to do is disgusting and terrible and immoral, it's also created a lot of probably unintentional hilarity. And my question is, is there any point in which you were interacting with these predators face to face and you realized that you were in a gold mine or you had to hold back laughter? Because clearly it's become kind of a cult classic and there's lots of jokes and lots of quotes. So I just was wondering if any of them stuck out to you or made you laugh. Anyway, thanks for listening to my question and uh, look forward to listening to the show and getting an answer. Have a good day. Jenna, that's a great question. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah, there have been a lot of darkly humorous moments. Guys walking in naked. John Kennelly, special guy 29, who was not that special, nor was he 29. The fellow who came into our Fort Myers investigation, Marvin. Marvin, you're naked. Those are, without question, humorous moments. Darkly humorous, but humorous moments. And yes, you'd have to be really out of touch not to acknowledge that, Jenna. And and I do. I try to do it with a sense of purpose. I mean, there are some funny moments, there's no question. And some moments I can't believe actually take place. We had another one just this week. The week prior to recording this very episode, I was in Florida on a predator sting. And the guy gets caught. He had previously been busted in Michigan, ironically, because we do stings there. Served prison time, got out, went down to Florida, and he gets busted again. And he's trying to explain to me that the reason he was doing this was because he didn't have any luck on the dating apps. So now he was going to meet a teenage girl for sex. I mean, the excuses, they're hysterical sometimes. And the cockamamie explanations, yeah, they're, they're, they're funny. And so I think I've tried to acknowledge that. And, and I even play along when I make appearances in other people's podcasts or shows to talk about this. And I don't mind having people find funny moments in this. I think anything that brings attention to these investigations, to this issue, creates awareness about a very important problem in society today. There are more predators out there than ever before. There are more social media platforms upon which adults can approach children, gaming platforms, everything we know about. And so if people find humor in it, but it continues the conversation, I'm all for it. Jenna, thank you for checking in and thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can always find me on social media, Instagram, official Chris Hansen, Twitter, at Chris Hansen, all over Facebook, TikTok even, Cameo, and perhaps most important, on my new streaming crime network, True Blue, T-R-U-B-L-U, watch TrueBlue.com for details. That's where all the new predator investigations are now. They're compelling, they're important, and yes, some of them have humorous moments. And many of the men recognize me before I even open my mouth to ask the first question. Speaking of humor, we had a guy 
show up in one of these investigations driving a golf cart, lived in the same community where we were performing our sting operation. Golf cart Matt, check it out on True Blue. And as always, you can reach me right here with your questions and comments at chris at predatorpodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.